everyone, and welcome back to the Redbeard Outdoors podcast. This is Jonathan, your host, and here at Redbeard Outdoors, I talk about faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors, whether that be on Mondays with the gear reviews, Wednesdays like today, a solo episode, and Saturdays, the conversations that I get to have with great individuals that have accomplished things, whether that be in the outdoors industry, whether that be in the NFL, we've had some NFL players on, uh, whether that be just people like you and me that maybe aren't famous per se, quote unquote, but have done some amazing things with their family, have accomplished goals that they have in the outdoors, etc. I love sharing those conversations with you guys. Today being Wednesday, we got an awesome solo episode for you. And I'm going to be pulling these questions that I'm going to answer from Instagram. I put them up on the Instagram as well, and I'll be answering them here uh, so that Well, we can just discuss them over the podcast. Before we get into that, I want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by First Form, First Form Outdoors, Alpen Fuel, Heather's Choice, Black Ovis, All In Digiscoping, A3 Archery Bowstrings, Kestrel Glassing Systems, Quattro Archery, Absolute Aid CBD, And of course, Affect Beard Oil. Definitely go check those out, guys. And of course, your personal invitation to the Redbeard's Fit Crew. We definitely want to help you get closer to your goals over at Redbeard's Fit Crew. That's what I created the group for was so that we could have amazing individuals get together, help each other on their goals, share their experiences with fitness, the outdoors, etc. I've got an amazing project that I'm working on right now with the crew, sharing my own personal journey And that's what I created the group for. Also, First Form Outdoors group on Facebook. I'd love to have you over there as well. Just, again, another great group of individuals that you'll be able to find like-minded people that maybe are going through the same struggles as you or just simply people that you can mesh with or even form a group to go hunting with or fishing or just go camping, hiking, whatever. We definitely want you over there in those groups. If you're not on Facebook, Send me an email. I will get you the weekly calls that we have. I'll get you the link for that so that you can get in on those weekly calls that we have on Wednesdays. And uh, you can jump in on those even without a Facebook. So now without further ado, let's get into these questions that I've received on Instagram. And uh, there's some pretty good questions. I actually really enjoy these questions and, and excited to share the answers with you. All right, we're going to kick this off with uh, one of my favorite questions. What would be your dream hunt? Uh, for me, I've been saying lately when I get asked on other podcasts uh, or when I talk to people, just an unpressured elk hunt in the rut. So during September with a bow. That right now is kind of top of my priority list. And I don't see that ever really changing because elk are just these majestic creatures that even the cows or the smaller bulls, they're just they just amaze me at the landscape that they live in. I love hearing them during the rut. Uh, even though I have yet to knock down an elk myself in my own tag, um, I've had a lot of great experiences. I've been able to pack out quite a few elk uh, in my limited time hunting them with a bow. So that's definitely high up there. And of course, red stag. There's a couple of different places that you can hunt red stag. And uh, one of them being Scotland, which I'm excited to uh, look into a little bit more. I'd love to go there someday. New Zealand of course, is another one. And Spain. Uh, There's a guy that we're going to be having on the podcast coming up soon, uh, Pedro Ampuero. And he has been with the Gritty Guys on their 
um, on their, I guess, their videos. He's gone hunting with them. He does what's called stag culture, uh, where he's based out of Spain. And he travels the world hunting red stags. So it's pretty awesome to, to follow that. So I, I love the fact that they also kind of look like elk. <laughs> so maybe that's another reason why I'm really excited about um, that kind of hunt as well. So elk unpressured in the rut and of course the red stags and even during the rut for them would be awesome because they do this amazing sound. You should look it up if you don't know what it is. Uh, they call it a roar. Um, but it's not a bugle. It's it's an interesting sound. You should definitely go look it up. I'm not going to imitate it here on the podcast so because uh, I'm not any good at it. <laughs> but uh, there was the first question. The next question, have you ever tried a pack other than Kafaru? Yes. Yes, I have. I've had, I had multiple packs kind of as I was getting started before I understood what kind of weight uh, you need to carry when you actually do kill and harvest an animal. And... So yeah, I've, I've tried a couple different ones. There's uh, another one that I've got on the list that I would like to try as well um, that we're working on possibly getting this upcoming year to test out on some, at some different events. Uh, but I absolutely love, you guys know I'm a gear junkie. I'm always up for a good recommendation on a pack, um, but I definitely have another one in mind that is built for carrying heavy weight, and I want to see how comfortable it really is. It looks sturdy, looks awesome, but haven't tried it. So um, out of the packs that I have tried, the Kafaru is the best at carrying weight and being comfortable and uh, just not destroying basically your back um, while you're up hunting. Next question, a great pair of hiking hunting boots for cold weather and high elevation terrain. So I use Krispies. The reason I gravitate towards Krispies is because they have a wider toe box. And even with their wider toe box, I usually go with the the wide, so the double E's, um, because I have such a wide foot. And I've noticed that the double E's definitely fit my foot better than just the standard crispy. Um, I run the Laponia 2's, have been basically since uh, since September. Um, I've got the Colorado's as well. I don't have the Colorado 2's yet, but I'll be getting some Colorado 2's. And I don't have any uh, I don't have any insulated crispies, so I can't tell you about that because my feet sweat. And I hate that my feet sweat in the cold because once you stand still for a little bit, uh, that sweat turns into cold. So uh, I don't really have any recommendations on uh, insulated boot. I know Crispy makes some good ones. I'm going to be trying out at least one pair of their insulated boots just to, to see how that goes. Um, but I really like Krispies, so I recommend the Laponia 2s and the Colorados. Um, if you double sock, obviously get probably, a, you know, don't take this, or I guess take this with a grain of salt. I'd say maybe if you're planning on double socking or getting a, a boot for late season, maybe um, getting an insulated one or getting a you know half size bigger so you can double sock. Either way, I love my Laponia 2s. I've put them through some really deep snow. They've done amazing uh, they were, I don't think they tout them as waterproof, but they're pretty much waterproof from what I experienced. And, um, they do great. I, I've been through knee to thigh deep snow in them and my feet didn't get cold until, you know, I, I got them wet one time, um, when the water went over the boot and down into the boots. So that was kind of my dumb uh, planning right there. So great pair of hiking, hunting boots for cold weather and high elevation terrain. I just, I would go with Krispies. Um, I've heard the Nevadas are good. I can't speak to them personally, but the insulated Nevadas or the guides insulated 
or the Brickstalls insulator. The Brickstall Pro, I think, is a newer version that they have with the insulated, and it's a little bit stiffer boot um, with some good insulation. So uh, that's another great question. Let's see here. All right, goals for 2023. Oh, man, I, I don't like to put my specific goals out there um, for everyone because they are personal goals. And uh, not that I don't want you guys to hold me accountable because I do, but um, I don't necessarily like to show people what I'm doing or give people a heads up, if that makes sense, unless you're really close to me and I want you to hold me accountable. Uh, but basically, you know, it, it just depends on what aspect of life. And that's kind of what I posted on the Instagram as well, is just what aspect of my life do I have goals for? Because I have my nine to five, I've got family, I've got hunting, I've got the podcast, I have Redbeard's Fit Crew, I've got some brand things that I'm working on, just, I've got a whole lot of things, so just asking me what my goals for 2023 are, there's a lot of them, but basically, improvement in all aspects of my life, from being a better dad, husband, and friend, to tagging out my first elk, uh, providing better podcasts and gear reviews, so obviously better quality there, guys, I want to provide you with just as I'm growing because uh, because of you guys sharing the podcast, uh, coming back again and again. Uh, I really appreciate your support, and I want to provide a better podcast experience for you guys. So just that, of course, relationships, building those relationships with different companies so that I can in turn provide you with good quality gear and discounts on that. And then, of course, getting to the best shape of my life and sharing that journey. So I kind of mentioned that before. Uh, I've got a big, big goal of getting back to an even better than I was in 2020. Um, I got to the most shredded I'd probably been in my whole life where I actually had a six pack. And I'm, I'm looking at the picture here because it's up on my vision board. And the reason I put it up on my vision board is because I want to remember that I can get there because I I'm just going to be frank with you guys. I've been told my entire life that I wouldn't have a six pack no matter how low body fat I went. And I feel like I was only at maybe, maybe 12% at my lowest body fat. Um, I could have gone lower and I had a very obvious six pack and almost an eight pack. So uh, I was impressed. That was a personal goal of mine. You guys don't have to have that goal, but I would like to get in the best shape of my life this year. That is not an I would like to. I'm going to get in the best shape of my life in 2023 because just kind of a glimpse, guys, and why you should go over to the Redbeard's Fit Crew is I've intentionally put on weight, calculated, kept track of it, made sure I didn't just go off the deep end and eat McDonald's every day, but I, I purposefully overate all my calories and added some body fat kind of like, uh, or just basically intentionally gaining weight so that I could see how that affected me in my hunting and my fitness in the gym this year. I don't like the way it feels. I gained about 30 pounds back of the 50 pounds that I had lost, um, a couple years ago. And so I will be losing that and potentially a little more and finding a good place to maintain so that I can be my strongest, fittest, best feeling in the mountains, hunter that I can be. Also, I want to be the best dad and husband, and I felt my best when I was at that lower weight. I think I'd gotten down to 192 at my lowest. So hovering around there would be awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's just kind of a glimpse, guys, again, why you should go over and join Redbeard's Fit Crew so you can follow along with that journey and how I keep things 
as simple as possible. Let's see another question. How do you keep motivated on your fitness journey? Uh, you know, I joked and I was like, good snacks and views, right? Uh, just getting out in the mountains guys. Um, that motivates me. Also, my family is a big motivation because I want to be around for as long as possible. Obviously there's things that are out of our control, but I'm all about controlling the controllables. And part of that for me is my fitness and health. And so, uh, nutrition's a big goal in that. So, um, with, you know, what keeps me motivated, those two things really just getting outside, being able to get outside, being limitless in the mountains, being able to push through when you have those breaking points, when you're carrying out heavy weight, or you're going through really deep snow, uh, or up a steep incline, whatever. And uh, my family, of course, I just feel like you get your life gets easier when you're in a better state health-wise and fitness-wise, 100%. So again, guys, I can't preach it enough. Come join me over at Redbeard's Fit Crew. I'd love to have you over there. You don't have to be extremely fit. You don't have to have a red beard. I just want you over there so that you can get even more fit than you currently are according to your goals. So let me remind you of that. According to your goals. Your goals are not my goals or not the next person's goals. Your goals, and I want to help you with those goals. Let's see. Uh, who or what got you inspired in the hunting world. So I've told this a couple times and I'll, I'll say it again, guys, my best friend now at the time he, we barely knew each other, but my best friend, Brent Beamant, um, happens to just have been hunting since he was a, a baby, basically here in Utah. And we just happened to go on a hunt together. He was gracious enough to let me tag along. And I was hooked after that. And uh, I was on rifle and then muzzleloader. And uh, in that time frame, I transitioned over to archery, which I absolutely fell in love with. He nudged me to it. Uh, and I, I don't know if he realized how much of an archery nerd I'd become. But once I got into that, he didn't have a ton of experience with archery. So as I was looking around for more information, I found Dan uh, Elkshape. And basically between those two guys, um, I have become the animal that I am when it comes to uh, getting outside and getting after archery stuff, chasing animals, not getting too down on the fact that I still have yet to tag out on an elk. Um, all of those reasons uh, would be why Brent and Dan Staten from Elk Shape would probably be the top two uh, motivations and inspirations why I got into um you know, the, the outdoors and, and hunting next question ever wanted to hunt red stag in New Zealand. I already answered that, I guess. Uh, yes, of course I'd love to. I think my priority would even probably be Scotland or Spain and then New Zealand. Um, I'd love to do all three of those places to be honest with you, but, um, I I'm fluent in Spanish, so I'd love to go see Spain that experience that culture. I love their food. I love uh, Hispanic culture, and I, I'd love to go hunt red stags there. I obviously have heritage from Scotland and Ireland, so I'd love to go visit them there as well and learn that culture. And then, of course, New Zealand uh, stag hunting would be a lot of fun. Next question was, what does it take to hunt with you? Um, I want to see that you have a good attitude. That's a big thing for me. Um, I want to see that you're willing to get after it. I want to see that you can joke around uh, when you can and be serious when you can, you're willing to set game plans. You're not selfish. Um, like I'm not selfish 
you're willing to celebrate other people's successes, even if we may not know the person, but if you see someone going in on the stalk, you're not the one that's going to go in and bust them, uh, et cetera. You know, just kind of those aspects are, are big for me as far as getting to hunt with me. And uh, honestly, my hunt schedule is kind of sporadic and based on when I can get away from work and the family uh, when it's available. So I'm not always the best at scheduling things out unless it's a big event, um, like going out of state for a hunt, etc. But here in Utah, just kind of because I'm right here, especially during deer season, uh, right here on the front, the Wasatch front is pretty easy to just be able to take half a day and go. Um, and I, I just don't always get to plan that. Even my, my best friend, uh, we didn't hunt a ton this year together because he was so busy the days that I was able to go out. All right. Well, those were most of the questions that I uh, got through Instagram. And uh, again, guys, thank you so much for those questions. You're always welcome to shoot me a message. Uh, follow me on Instagram at red.beard.outdoors and uh, answer, you know, or send me questions there. Send me an email if you have any questions. And of course, I'd love to see you over at Redbeard's Fit Crew as I'm going through phase three of the Live Hard program right now. And also, of course, documenting that uh basically the weight loss that I'm going to be going through and not just weight loss though. I mean the fat loss and getting into the best shape of my life come 2023. So I'd love to have you over there guys for that. And, uh, thanks again so much for hopping on this podcast. Thanks again for the questions guys that you sent over to me on Instagram. And outside of that, uh, don't really have much else for you guys, except for, of course, do all that you can to spend time with your family this holiday season. Make family a priority this holiday season. Your loved ones and friends that have become family, spend time with them as much as possible. Uh, look forward to sharing the story with you on Saturday where I recorded an in-person podcast with Jared and Braxton on how the 2022 elk season ended. And of course, next Wednesday, I'll share my recap after we've shared their story on Saturday. So thanks again, guys. Share the podcast, follow. Uh, if you're on YouTube, of course, subscribe, leave a comment, questions, etc. I'd love to uh, speak with you guys more and interact with you more. And of course, get out, live your life, and love it.